Hi everyone, welcome to my podcast, Sumeria's Harem. I am Sumeria Varin Gill, and my podcast is all about spirituality, love, relationships, sexuality, and all other things taboo that we don't want to speak about. Today, my guest is Deep Kumar, my yoga teacher. I am a certified yoga teacher, and I learned yoga from Deep. Deep has made thousands of yoga teachers, um, as I was reminded just now, thousands, literally. Over to you, Deep. Specifically, how many yoga teachers do you think you have created up to now, Deep? I will say I've shared this knowledge with uh, more than, I will say, 3,000, because after that, I stopped wow. counting. And, uh, <laughs> and not only yoga teachers, like uh, I have trained physiotherapists, I have trained people uh, as a teacher in yoga therapy. 200-hour teachers, trainers, 300-hour teacher trained in yoga therapy, yin yoga teachers. So quite uh, the list is long, but uh, it's a very humbling experience to share this knowledge with everyone. Indeed, absolutely. And Deep, how did you find yoga? Uh, we're in, actually in India, there is an ancient proverb. We say that uh, you don't find yoga, yoga finds you. So in every spiritual journey or wherever we are sharing this inner journey with the world, that inner journey chooses you. Some people it's visible, some people it's very invisible. So with me, it is very visible uh, that I was, uh, I'm from a very small village in Punjab, India. And uh, I was enjoying myself completely living my life as you know, that time there was no mobile phones, and there were no distraction and you are in a, just a small village and enjoying the village life. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so yeah. there was a guy who was very much interested into yoga and he was a rich landlord who went everywhere to learn yoga because it was his passion, his hobby. But he was not teaching anyone because he no need to teach and he no need to work as a yoga teacher or something because he has everything a lot. So somehow at an age when he was around 50 or 55, he feel like that I need to give this knowledge to someone and he was looking for someone. And somehow I confront of him and he invited me to learn yoga. And first I was not interested much, but after a few you know, days, somehow I got interested and I started learning from him. So yoga chooses me, I can say that clearly. And then it become my passion, my joy, my research, my love, my passion, my, my you know, sharing to the world. And they mean that I can express myself into the world. So it becomes my life. Actually, the yoga is my life. That's amazing, Deep. Um, as I've said many times before, only, only you get chosen to learn yoga. Everybody else chooses to learn it, but you get chosen to learn it. And <laughs> And I mean, there's no other way of describing describing who who you are. Someone who's been chosen to learn <laughs> yoga, and um, and then you went on to learn Osho as well. You, I mean, not learn Osho, but you went on to um, learn Osho's teachings. Hmm. Actually, the true meaning of yoga was clear to me by Osho. I was searching for meaning and system and really there is the outer method of physicality, yoga posture, yoga breathing. But what is the deeper meaning of yoga? I will say it was clear to me by Osho. And and that's wonderful. I mean, Osho has, has various images, you know, he has written so many books. Mm -hmm. And of course, the world sees plenty of taboo in what he does, uh, he, 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 he did, but there's also so much wisdom in what he left behind. And ultimately, it is all about who, how, how you interpret it and use it in your life. Um, what, what did you study with Deep? I study, basically, he has spoken about everything. He has spoken about Sufism. He has spoken about Hinduism. He has spoken about yoga. He has spoken about Tantra. He has spoken about Tao. He has spoken about, you know, the Bhaktas who are the lovers of uh, God in India. 
and they have given their life in this search so he has spoken on various systems methods methodologies and the purpose is only one that how we can connect with our real self hmm because yes. what i have understood how we are born that is completely different we are born without a name without a nation without a language without any idea of wrong and right we are just born pure like a empty canvas mm-hmm. and then going through this world through the parents we learn language society system culture education they have built us something else we are not born like that so there is a huge difference how we are born and how we are created by the system and conditioning around us so this difference has to be very clear and slowly slowly the journey has to go back how i am born without a language without a name without any idea of wrong and right that purity so basically all the system all the methods of meditation whatever we are doing spirituality is basic is chaldi from how i have been created to how i have been so it is becoming to being becoming so osho be. made it very osho made it very clear for me that yoga is also a journey from becoming to being how you have been born found it out and that is our real self amazing amazing and the thing about what you just said is that when someone like me goes to a yoga studio we don't have that experience you know there's power yoga there's flow yoga and i i do credit the yoga teachers do try to remind you of the flow of yoga the movement of yoga to the connection of life but quite often it isn't that either um so what what are your thoughts around that the yoga studio experience uh Varun I will say that when anything become part of business and competition it loses its real nature. Hmm. Truth, truth. So now <laughs> yoga industry it has become business has become which I am not against of it it has become business there is a competition there is a jealousy there are all those kind of problems which are in a corporate industry has entered into yoga. Yes. Very well said. So now there is a upper layer, you know, which is a mental layer has intellectually understand the concept of yoga, but not many people have experienced yoga. So when a person experienced yoga, he get out of this system of competition and all of that. but mm-hmm. still the person has not experienced yoga just has intellectualization of yoga then he's still part of this corporate world even yoga is a corporate world right now so all the problems of that world has entered into yoga got it i mean that is that is the exact state of yoga at the moment and totally. you know we 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 don't we don't become a yoga teacher to have that experience but for us to then want to practice um the the setup is such and it is it's not easy to want to create something that that is authentic and there and there are many that have done a great job you do a, a wonderful job um of creating that uh, authentic experience what what is yoga you know you we we know it many of us know it as the yoga studio experience many of us know it from the books that we've read but what is the true intention of yoga see as i have said earlier also varun but i will now explain it in a very practical way so you know everybody who is listening to this uh, conversation can understand actually basically you know as i have said we have gone too far away from our real nature too far away that we are always in the the mind is always you know in the thoughts thinking 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 which is not leaving us and all the time this thinking is you know 
uh, triggering some certain emotions. So person is in a whole circle of this. Whole circle of this is going on, thinking, emotion, and most of the time, 90% of those thoughts and emotions are negative. Yeah. Yes. Self-doubts, what I should, what should I know, this is wrong, that is wrong, this is not right, this is not right. So most of the time, 90% actually thinking about this not right, not good, complaining attitude, self-doubt, basically living in a state where the person is not calm not relaxed, not happy, not joyful. This is 90% of humanity. Yes, definitely. Mm -hmm. Now, the thing is that why it is that according to a yogic language, we have gone too far away from our home. We have to come back home. <laughs> hmm. Now, coming back home meaning Let's say, why yoga use yoga postures? Because the first door is my body. If I want to enter into my inner home, the first door is my physical body. Beautiful. So I have to come back to my physical body. So yoga postures are there to make you aware about your feet, your ankle, your calf muscle, your knee, your thighs, your pelvic, your lower back, your upper back, your neck. So you become aware about your body, feel every muscle, feel the sensation. So you are coming back to your home, to body first. At least you are at the periphery now. You are front of your home. Amazing. And then yoga said, now become your breath because breath is more subtle than the body, but it is practical. You know it exists. So now when you are with the breath, you enter inside of the body, you go outside of the body. Now the second, this is the door. Now enter into your home. Through yoga posture, come back to your home. Through the breath, enter into your home. And now after the breathing, come pratyahara, which we call, you know, uh, like uh, closing your eyes and feeling all the senses from inside. Like we hear, now close your eyes and hear this hearing. Close your eyes, feel the taste. Close your eyes, feel the skin. Now you have entered into the home, but now you are becoming familiar to your home. This is your home. How you taste, how you touch, how you feel, how you listen. So you become familiar to these five doors of senses now. Yes. And then yeah. come dharana, another step of yoga. Dharana means now you are becoming aware about these five senses. You have experienced them from inside because all of the time I am experiencing from outside. Indeed. Now you have experience from inside. So now as you are experienced from inside, so who is this experience it inside? That is you. In a new way, in a new shape. You have never known yourself from inside. Yes. Becoming aware about your own presence now, your own self. You also exist because I am all the time into the thought pattern, so I don't know I exist without them. So now you taste your own presence within your own body. And that is meditation then, staying with that presence. So yoga make you aware about your own inner presence. But step by step, through asana, you come more nearer. You breathing, you come more nearer. Through pratyahar, you know, you come more nearer. Through dharana, which is another step, we call it concentration also. You come more near. And finally, you recognize yourself, who you are. Without the influence of outer world. <laughs> amazing, 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 Deep. That is a very powerful explanation of yoga. What I absolutely love the reminder of is the process of going through the body to achieve all of that. Pratyahara and Dharana. The, because we've forgotten that you know we we have likened spirituality to closing your eyes and meditating when there is 
the whole body that is sitting there for us to acknowledge and remember. This is the first door. This is the entry system. Yes. And we pollute it by eating and doing all kinds of things as well. And then we think that we can just close our eyes and meditate and, you know, and, and the body will, will heal itself when it is a powerful route to the point of who we truly are. Amazing, Deep. And I, I have to agree um, that, you know, I've been, I've been to so many classes in yoga studios before I came for my teacher training with you. And it was in a teacher training. I guess that's that's why it's, it's meant to be that way. It was in a teacher training where I actually finally felt an asana. I felt the asana instead of did the asana. I felt it. And that was in your class. I didn't even know I was still remembering. <laughs> I still remember, you know, when I, uh, you were there as a, you know, person, when I was explaining and I was, uh, you know, explaining the alignment of the knee. <laughs> yes, my knees. Oh, dear. <laughs> because knee is part of us. And in Hatha Yoga, knee is the part of grounding and stability. If your knees are strong and you know how to take care of your knee and you are connected to your knee, you feel stable in your life. It has a psychological value also. Yeah. So, so true. Can you give us an example of, um, for instance, the knee alignment? If it is, um, if it is not aligned, where, where do the problems start to appear in the body, in the posture? If knees are not aligned, first the ligaments and tendons of the knee will create trouble. And imagine a person knee is having pain and trouble all the time. What kind of life that will be? Mm, very true. It's not going to be a happy life. And if the knee has a trouble, it means lower back will have trouble. They are together. They don't exist separate. The knee problem will lead to the hip problem also. And in Hatha Yoga, hip related to the balance. If your hips are imbalancing, uh, then the mind also will not be in balance. Because body and mind are related. Body influences the mind and mind influences the body. You heard that everybody? Simple thing. <laughs> because if the shoulders are rounded and person is uh, like in hunchback, psychologists say that it's very easy to get depression. And even now, psychologists said that if your posture is straight, your heart is lifted, you will not get depression easily. And you can get I, out of depression just by changing the posture. That I 100% have to agree with. Like as soon as I, I, I stretch my, my upper body when I'm doing cobra or something, I instantly feel release and an openness, like I've woken up from something. It is... It's, it's incredible. It's incredible when you do yoga and you actually feel the pose instead of just doing what visually the, 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 the yoga teacher at the front is doing. That's why I highly recommend getting teacher trained by you or even you know, somehow experiencing a class with you because you've, I, I don't think anyone has experienced yoga until they've attended your session. Um, and the... Yoga and the self, this process of coming back to, to the self, the physiology of the self, mm -hmm. at which point in the asana do we know where we feel that connection? See, as I'm saying, asana is the first point, entry yeah. point. Most of the time, because of our wrong habits, because we are eating junk food, if person is eating junk food and not eating right type of food, the person is really not sensitive towards the body. So mm -hmm. the first part is sense, becoming sensitive towards the body, like feeling the sensation of the body, how my calf muscles are feeling, like how I can feel my higher self until I don't know what is happening in my soul of the foot. <laughs> I'm not aware about my soul of the foot, my calf muscle, my inner thigh, my outer thigh, because they are my periphery. So when I start feeling sensitive about my body, 
deep. Let's say you stretch your toes out and you feel the space between the toes. Yes. In that, mm-hmm. when the person start feeling the body, like I can feel my sole of the foot, I can feel my calf muscle, I can feel my inner thigh, outer thigh, my lower back, how my whole body feel. I am aware about those sensations. It means I am connecting to myself. Yes, beautifully said. And hence, hence why this experience is not the easiest thing to feel in a yoga studio where we give ourselves one hour of me time to to feel that connection. I think it's something. I think it's important to to do that because it begins the connection. But it's important to pursue it and not stop at one-hour classes. In yoga, that's why the journey getting to know yourself. So this body is yours and it is visible. Let us know it. Yeah. So the first door, that's why, is the body. Get to know your body, how you feel on your body. Indeed. Indeed. And the in this experience of you know becoming a yoga teacher you've taught so many people to connect with themselves what has been your um you know your your biggest takeaway from being a teacher a yoga teacher a yoga teacher trainer as a yogi we regard the nature a lot nature which is surrounding us nature which is sunlight nature which is trees nature which is water mountains sky stars actually if we are aware about it we are surrounded by the mysteries isn't it absolutely so yogi take their biggest takeaway from the nature and the secret of a joyful living is in the nature nature mm. gives us all the answers whatever we want if we are really sensitive about the nature so yogi not me ancient yogi have seen it and they have actually experienced it and they have documented into yoga system also See, in the nature, everything is joyful. If we see nature, everything is joyful. Yeah. Only the human which is in the nature is not joyful. <laughs> what is the reason? <laughs> what is the reason that whole nature is joyful, but the humans are not joyful? There is a there is a takeaway there. I want to say that and. my biggest takeaway come from there like let's see that if the sun is there sun showers its blessing on all humanity and gives life to us so what could be the sun takeaway from there i think sun is enjoying sharing water is giving life to human and water is enjoying sharing yeah same air same space all the five elements are giving life and sharing and we are we are as a human is combination of all these five elements yes or no yes absolutely all of them so if these five elements are sharing and that is the nature of every element so as a human what we have if we don't share we can't enjoy the life Yes. A yogi knows it. Now you are given this vast knowledge, this vast understanding of yoga and how to live life through yoga and how to enjoy life basically because yoga is a method to enjoy the life. Yoga is not that there to cut you cut a person out of life. Yoga is to give you that understanding and then you are given this life. Now enjoy it with a healthy body and the empty mind <laughs> my goodness that's definitely what i get when i go to a yoga studio <laughs> yes 
and my biggest takeaways i really enjoy it so much and when the people are getting happier healthier that is my biggest takeaway i love it i enjoy it because i have done with myself i am enjoying my life with yoga my body is amazing at the age of 46 i feel like 20 <laughs> that is And true if anyone seen you they will never think that you're 46 deep you're 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 you you move in in yoga um there was many times in our yoga teacher training where we would just burst into dance we would just you know um suddenly play and have fun and remember the child in us yes. why why is that <laughs> i know why but i want to explain again <laughs> <laughs> I I know it very and I know it you have lived it and you are enjoying it. Yes. Actually as we are born we are born perfect without lacking anything. Mm-hmm. We are born joyful, we are born happy, we are born laughing, we are born dancing. But as through the life experience when conditioning and you should be this and that and those and whole this structure of society which has built upon on the innocence of a human being it comes upon us we loses our childlike nature and yoga is now consciously claim it back claim your inner child back who is blissful perfect joyful and present and what a childlike nature will do it will dance it will laugh it will enjoy the life so that's why yoga encourages us to enjoy the life yoga encourages us to be blissful to be happy because through this actually we are getting back to all of that treasure which we are born with so that's why when in our teacher training we were laughing we were dancing we are enjoying and those moment actually bring you back to that childlike nature hmm. which yoga want us to be amazing amazing um i mean this this thing about competition as well right i remember during our yoga teacher training there was one of our colleagues in the in the batch that i was i was in and she was so so nervous about doing you know the assessment at the very end it's not even an assessment deep with you it's it was you know us being able to to feel the the asanas and and practice together but she was so nervous because there was so much conditioning um that that had made her believe that you know she needed to be a certain way um in this competitive world and she 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 got through it she made it on the other side and then i think there was one other that just couldn't even do it she was so badly scarred by the need to compete and it, and she felt like it was an exam when it wasn't um it's it's incredible the experience that you provide to heal through yoga is is truly incredible it, it it just cannot be explained unless you're actually there do yes. you remember that yes yes uh, warin actually we all are given pre ideas from the childhood that we need to be in a certain way all the time which we have to be continuously perfect looking for perfection because we are always imperfect yoga is not about yoga is not at all about perfection yoga is about finding your own way in the world and what when you find your own way which and how you will come to know that this is your way because with your way you will feel satisfied you will feel blissful you will feel joyful and that is the perfection <laughs> that is the perfection when you feel good you feel joyful you feel happy with yourself you feel comfortable with within your own skin that is the perfection of yoga so yeah. we brought her into that state she understood so she was able to feel that there is no one to judge we just want her to be herself that's it yeah amazing amazing and i i i didn't plan on talking about it today of course as as we were discussing the topic but 
people also should know that you are also a teacher of Tantra. Um, and that that aspect of also being a teacher of Tantra um, adds to the experience of yoga. And why is that deep? So in, in the ancient system of India, if we ro- really go into history, yoga and Tantra actually, they complement each other mm-hmm. in the history. Yoga is a simple way to teach a human being how to connect with themselves. And Tantra is a way that now you have that connection with yourself, how to deepen more and how to relate to the world which is outside of you. That is Tantra. Let's say that yoga is a path of meditation and Tantra is a path of love. Beautiful. I agree. So meditation and love, these both were like two wings of a human being. So in the meditation, I come to know how to connect with myself. And in love, in Tantra, I come to know how to connect with the world which is outside of me, which can be tree, which can be a sky, which can be a human being. Whatever is outside of me, how to connect to my outside. That is that study is Tantra. Yes, that study is indeed Tantra. And you would you say you bring them together almost in your classes, in your trainings? Yes, I try to. I try to that uh, you know now a person who is able to connect with himself has to go outside in the world. Yes, yes. And Tantra in India is a very vast meaning. You know, Tantra means a technique. Tantra means a way. Tantra means that how I can connect with the outer world with more respectfully, more joyfully, more lovingly, more blissfully. That is Tantra. So in my trainings, I love to bring this aspect that now you are going out because most of the time person who live in meditation world they feel like they are cut from the outside world. Yes. And now they can't connect to the outer world. No, this is not right. Actually, when you are connected with yourself, you can connect to the outer world in so amazing and blissful way that even outer aspect connecting with other also become meditation. Hmm. So... I love to bring them together and then, you know, when you go, when a person go into the outer journey, so can feel complete. Yes. It's like attending a yoga teacher training with you is as though I'm in a tantric environment. Does that make sense? I can say that because, uh, you know, before I was into you, before I came to yoga, yoga was, I was seeing yoga was a very serious subject. Mm -hmm. Nobody was laughing, nobody was dancing, nobody was hugging. Mm. So when I came into this world, I feel like that, okay, we need to, you know, update the version of yoga a little bit because otherwise person become so much only inward, 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 which is half of the journey. We must know how to connect outside also to the sun, to the moon, to the nature, to the human being, to the animals, because actually I cannot live without them. Yes. So how to, how to connect to this world with laughing way, with dancing way, with blissful way. So I started, you know, like, okay, uh, it is good to meditate, but now come out and dance. It's good to meditate, but now come out and hug other person from that meditative quality. Celebrate the life. Indeed. Indeed. I mean, I'm I'm just looking at your Instagram page, you know, uh, Yoga Deep on Instagram at the moment. And Usually when you look at a, a, a yogi's page, there's always like, you know, pictures of them doing asanas, very, very accurate, specific asanas. But your page is just full of joy, you dancing, uh, people waving their <laughs> arms around. 
Um, I mean, it's it's got such a different vibe, which I'm so pleased um, to 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 see. I feel like I want to connect with that, and it is an essence of yoga that isn't shown as much as I think I think it should. This is great. This is great. Yeah, you want to feel joy? Just land on Deep's page. <laughs> well, I will. I will say, you know, there is an ancient saying of one guru, and his name is Guru Gorakhnath. Uh-huh. He is the guy who came almost two thousand five hundred or three thousand year back. We call him the originator of Hatha Yoga. His name is Guru Gorakhnath. Guru Gorakhnath. And his books are available. And you know what was. his last word in yoga what that amazing guru who actually designed all these posture way he was the guy who designed all these postures which we are doing today okay almost most of uh-huh. them yeah most of yoga posture the hatha yoga posture come from him his last word was hasiba kheliba dhariba dhyanam hasiba mean laugh kheliba mean play and dance and meditate this was his last words of the most amazing hatha yogi first hatha yogi of the world is saying laugh play dance and meditate there you have it deep that's your page amazing <laughs> yes. guru goraknath and that's what uh, ha, ha, hasiba what's what what's the, the phrase again hasiba hasiba kheliba dhariba dhyanam hasiba kheliba dhariba dhyanam dhariba dhyanam it is the like uh, the na- native language of you know that state which he was living he was using mm-hmm. so that's why if the first hatha yogi of the world is saying that so it mean the yoga postures and breathing all what we are doing actually we are doing it to connect with ourselves becoming more healthier mind become silent so we can laugh we can play we can dance and that laugh play dance is actually meditation because in that moment we forgot everything and when you are enjoying there is no thought in the mind absolutely when you're enjoying and that is yoga and that is yoga that state is yoga hmm and we attain that state when we drop into the body i totally. i feel that that is the first step that is the first step that that is the most important step if that happen others are very easy hmm amazing amazing and how would you say yoga helps people with their relationship with others varin i will say it in a very simple way <laughs> and i'm sure that everybody will understand it okay simply thing if i am blissful inside of me with whom i relate what i will bring bliss and if i have shit inside of me with whom i relate what i will pass shit <laughs> and that's it <laughs> oh fabulous deep that is so 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 true I I mean that that is the simplest way to have explained any of this. Your relationship is blissful. Mhm. Totally if I am blissful I will bring bliss wherever I go not only my partner my friends my parents with whom ever I will relate if I have bliss I will share bliss. Amazing. Amazing. So the first first duty is for me is to find bliss within me. Mhm. And that what yoga is for. Find your bliss and share with the outside. Share with whoever you are, your partner, your brother, your sister, your parents, your client. Even you meet a stranger if you are happy, actually you will hug the stranger, isn't it? Absolutely. Absolutely. I think you've just redefined my my understanding of yoga once again you know i think i get it and when i speak to you i have another level of getting it 
So, you know, I, I don't practice it as much as I should. I'm currently in the UK. It's cold. It's so cold. And I love to do it only in the morning. But I struggle with it being cold in the morning. But when I do do it, you know, and I and I feel that 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 spinal stretch, especially that, ah, oh, you know, that that feeling just comes up in me. And I just feel so good. And at that moment, if someone was around me, I would just be looking at them and going, you are God, because you just feel so open, you know, you just feel it. And, and that's so, so true, Deep. If I, if, I mean, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, imagine extrapolating that and the experience is, is wonderful. So you're right. You're absolutely right. The way you said it was simple and very, very clear. And Deep, what, what, uh, would you say to someone who is currently, you know, exploring yoga? What would you say to them to 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 do to carry on doing, or maybe to try something different? What would you say to them? See, first thing I will say, if they are into the journey of yoga posture, they have to find the right way of doing it. Mm -hmm. And when I say right way of doing it, the right way of doing it. Our joint has a specific way that how they has to be used in yoga postures. Every joint from our ankle to knee to pelvic to spine to all the vertebras. So there is a specific way. So the energy, the prana for, for the prana, the life force can move into the whole body without any uh, obstruction in uh, around it. You know, so that has to found first. So they need to find a right teacher and right person because if joints are not placed rightly, actually body will suffer. And if there is a knee pain, back pain going on, how I can enjoy the life? Let's say my back pain is going on, lower back is in pain, knee is pain, and I'm going to relate to my partner. I just want them to give me medicine, isn't it? <laughs> that will yes. be the relation. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So... First, my body is healthy, then my relationship will be healthy. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, I will just tell them, please help me. I will not able to share anything. So, so true, Deep. That's, that is uh, the, the so baseline. Please go on, please go on. Yeah. So find the right alignment, right joint way, right way to use the joint in yoga posture. So at least your body will be out of the negative patterns and wrong patterns. So that is the first thing, if they are working on the body level. If they are working on the breath level, then find out that your breath has to go deeper towards your navel because navel is the spot where our life energy exists a lot. That is the spot mm. where Chinese call Tandin, Japanese call it Hara. There is a life force there. So when they breathe, their breath should touch the navel and when they exhale, their exhalation will be longer. Yes. So exhalation a little longer than inhalation and inhalation should touch the navel. So they will be full of life force, vitality. So they can share themselves with the world beautifully then. Amazing. Just with breath alone, you become a, a, yes. a more present, more, more effective person. Even I will say right now, whoever is listening, you are listening, just exhale longer. Just exhale, 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 exhale as much easily you can. Then inhale and bring the breath deeper towards the diaphragm, towards the navel. And see how it feels. Hmm? I'm doing that and I'm feeling very, very happy. It's not even 8 a.m. yet for me here. And um, I'm, I'm so going to be doing multiple stretches after this to remember the journey we had that that almost four weeks was was really really wonderful in that house in Kuala Lumpur what are you working on at the moment deep what what courses workshops are coming up for you actually i am building my trainings in bali right now because i am working in bali from 2018 uh -huh. and there is a website called uh, yoga new vision yoga new vision okay i will put it into yes. the caption so we are for the podcast so we are doing three trainings in Bali in May, in July, and in uh, September. Amazing. Where I'm going to present this new vision 
you know, who are coming and uh, giving them support and my expertise so they can learn it and they can share it as a teacher also. So that project, uh, I can say that I'm doing and that is the project of happiness and bliss. <laughs> great, great. Okay. And do you have online workshops that people can sign up to as well? Uh, not right now online. Online courses are there. Uh, like uh, this is 50-hour course, 100-hour course. Pre-recorded. Pre-recorded. Yeah, pre-recorded are there. But right now, I am totally, you know, into the person-to-person -person yoga teacher training courses. Uh, totally into that. Because I, I love it too. When person is front of me and we are going through all of the signs, then I can deliver and I can see also. And that makes me so joyful. Awesome, Deep. Thank you. And what would you like to say as the end of the podcast today? It'd be wonderful if, if you could share a story. You're such an amazing storyteller. I remember we used to start all our teacher training days with a story from you. Would you like to share a story with us? Sure, sure, my dear. And I would like to share, you know, one of the amazing stories which changed my life. Yes. It still helped me a lot because we all go through the phases and sometimes if mine goes through any phase, this story is like a milestone for me towards the path of yoga and happiness and bliss. So the story is like that. And thank you, Vern, for reminding me the story. <laughs> That's Yay. my passion also to tell stories. So in yoga world, there is a beautiful story that uh, there was one time a king, he went to a yogi in the forest and uh, lovingly asked a question, an inquiry that what is heaven and what is hell? So yogi looked at king's eyes and start saying, you fool, you king, how are you so ugly? You are so foolish. Do you know that are you capable to ask this question or not? So he was saying all these bad words, you know, to the king. And king becomes so angry, so insulted. He was shaking with the anger. He was full of uh, suffering in that time. So he put his hand to his sword. He took his sword out. And he was so angry that he was just going to hit the yogi with the sword. In that moment, yogi said, my dear king, please close your eyes. Look within this hell, this burning, this insult, this whole way to kill me. Look inside. This is hell. Powerful. <laughs> mm. And suddenly that king realized, oh my God, like this which is burning within me with, you know, guilt, with shame, with this anger, with all of this. And whole of my, this anger, want to kill the yogi. Oh, he actually gave me the key to see the hell within me. So he humbled down. He was so grateful. In that moment, he was full of respect and love. He joined his palm. He closed his eyes. And he bowed down to the yogi with the thankfulness that, thank you. Thank you. I'm grateful that because of you, I could see this hell within me. And yogi said, Dear King, close your eyes. Look inside. This is heaven. Mm. When you are full with love, gratitude, you are in heaven. That is really, really true, Deep. Really, really true. And they both exist within us. And the journeys of yoga, of tantra, or whatever method is actually from inner hell to inner heaven. You know, I I want to ask you a a, a, a point on on that. You know, you were mentioning this morning you were going to go to the bank, and it may not have been the most pleasant experience. Mm -hmm. In that moment, how do you drop in to this love and bliss? See. All of the experiences in the world are a test for us. Mm -hmm. Yes. 
Yes, we can. That will come to us, and they are test. Because through that test, I will come to know where I am. How far the journey is? Yes. Am I still there or not? I am mm. not saying that I am twenty-four hour on this place. No, these experiences come to me. My inside also goes through this all. You know, little tension, anger, stress, but. only one difference has happened i remind myself this is a test for me yes yes it it's about keeping it real i i i i so agree so you know after having completed the 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 teacher training that feeling of bliss is something i miss so 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 much the community that you create in in the training and many times i do close my eyes and go back to that space and remind myself that that world exists it exists inside me and i carry it with me and i can take it to any experience and become it um so you know i'm so grateful to you deep for for giving me that that period of time and it it takes even even like you were mentioning you know you 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 go to the bank we live in we live in the real world right we live in the real yes. world and we are going to see these things but it's about where we're at and what we want to drop into in that element so um absolutely that that story is about it's about going to where we are inside of us and that that's key. why we say like that have... go on please please go on no, no that's why i'm just going to continue what you were saying that we need to remind ourselves gratitude always and it's always the gratitude will bring us to that place of blissfulness inside yes that's so true <sighs> and okay. i will still go to the bank but with gratitude <laughs> yes absolutely absolutely you can conquer the world with gratitude totally my dear totally okay deep thank you so much for talking to us today I am always always looking forward to a conversation with you because I grow so much in that session and I hope the same for anyone that's listening today to Yoga Deep on his experience his learning his journey through yoga. Thank you so much again Deep. Thank you so much Horin and to all the listeners laugh play dance do yoga meditate enjoy your life. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you everyone and thank you so much Deep. You can find Deep on Instagram at yoga deep. Details in the caption. Bye everyone. Bye for now.